What's going on, guys? Welcome back to Game Breakers, the best sports podcast in the world. Back again with my guy, Edwin. Look, man, bro, what? Like, why are you dancing, bro? Like, what's going with you, man? Like, you like you always got so much energy. And sometimes it be annoying me. I'm like, yo, this guy is well, too happy. Well, stop being annoyed. I don't care what you think. Why are you so happy for it? What's good with you? Because it's about to be football Sunday. Yes, All right, sir. fair enough, fair enough. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Another weekend of sports is about to happen, but... What's going on, man? Anything new in your boring life or or not? You know, I mean, we're going to talk about this later on, but okay. uh, last night was dreadful for me. I think that many people know why, but it was terrible. I feel like crying. I feel like what happened last up. night? We'll get, we're going to get into it. We're going to get into it. We're okay, we're going to get into it. All I'll right, but yo, let's get straight into it, man. Look, a lot of topics to get into, action-packed show for you guys, but you already know that we have to start it off going to Boston, man, with Ime Udoka. Oh, my gosh, man. What is going on there? So... I mean, the news came out last night. He's done for the whole year. He's suspended. The, so the Celtics have suspended him for the entire season. Mm. And this is because he had a consensual relationship with a female staff worker for the Celtics. I don't know if it's somebody that's on the coaching staff or just somebody that works within the organization. But, yeah, he's been suspended, man. So what are your initial thoughts on that? You know, there was also some news regarding him saying that he made allegedly some unwanted comments toward a female staffer. Uh, and that proposed Celtics to make an internal investigation because of that. And some people in the organization actually knew about this. But, you know, either way, though, let me first start off by saying that the Celtics, to me, handled this whole situation wrong. Right. Because I get it. He made a big mistake, a big mistake. We're talking about guy cheated on his fiance, wife, whatever you want to call it, Nia Long. You ever seen Nia Long before, right? You, you know yeah. Nia Long, of course. Yeah. Yeah, you know, she's she's really nice, sweet from the outside looking in, I guess you could say. But okay. ultimately, though, he made a big mistake violating the conduct. What happens is that you don't share that to the public unless you decide to fire the guy. I don't understand why. And, you know, going back to Stephen A. Smith and what he said before about this could possibly be racially motivated. I don't think it is, may or may not be. But to be honest, I get what he's saying about how there's so many different people who are white people in general who go through these things and it never gets brought up to the light. But ultimately though, the Celtics, it comes down to the organization, man. And you know, the Celtics, how they run their business. Sometimes it's all about them making the wrong decisions. And this was one of the wrong decisions that they made to really help out their case of trying to suspend Ime Uduka. Now you talk about the racism, talk about them doing this. Now, this is why I don't like the Celtics at all. This is why I don't like this. They, they, they make the most wait crazy decisions sometimes. Okay. You know, really, really, I'm, I'm, I'm ranting right now, but still, if anything is outside of basketball, I don't trust the Boston Celtics. And this I, is I think that you're looking at it from a wrong point of view. Now, look, let's keep it, you know, let's just say what it is, right? We talk about sports. We're, we're not TMZ. We're not the shade room. We're not any of these blogs and stuff. I'll tell you something right now. Nobody cares that he cheated on, on his wife. Nobody cares. People do care. was offended. Celtics do not care that he cheated on his wife because if the Celtics cared about cheating, then half of their players would be suspended. All NBA players cheat. Most coaches are going to cheat as well. They care because he was dating somebody or messing with somebody within the organization. And the reason that that's an issue is because unless he let H so at any company, any company that you're going to work for, if you're dating or messing with somebody in that organization, you have to let HR know. You have to let people know because it has to be on file. So God forbid anything happens, the organization could be, let's say, prepared for whatever can happen, right? So 
I don't necessarily think that it's an issue that he was cheating. Because if he was cheating with somebody that was not a part of the Celtics organization, it wouldn't have mattered. Nobody would care. Of course it's just it a story that we talk about. Huh? Of course it would have mattered. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, you know, bringing up that he was cheating on Nia Long and stuff, nobody gives a shit. I don't care. It's like only women care that he was cheating on Nia Long. If you're a Celtics fan, you don't care about what he's doing in his personal life. You care no, about the man. results. So as long as he's – so, look, as a first-year head coach, he brought the Celtics to an NBA Finals. I'm telling you right now, Celtics fans do not care that he was sleeping around with other women. They don't care. Now, the Celtics, they care because more than likely he is this person's boss, right? This creates a toxic work environment, especially if the proper people are not notified of this relationship. So, for example, God forbid, let's say this woman wants to stop sleeping with him, right? How does this now affect her? Now, now this may like like affect her from getting some uh, promotions. You know, what if he overlooks her for certain things? Because, you know, you never know. So, it looks bad on the Celtics. That's why he's suspended. He didn't break any rules, per se, NBA-wide. That's why the NBA are not suspending him. The, uh, the Celtics, they have decided to handle this internally. The NBA wasn't going to get involved. He just did not let the proper channels know. He did not let people know. It wasn't documented. That's what I think. Because there's no reason why, if it's a consensual relationship, that he should be getting suspended for this. So it just lets me know that he didn't notify them. They had no idea of it. And I think that he got caught. That's what I think. I think he was in his office. They were doing something crazy. Somebody walked in and saw something that they were not supposed to. Because why else would you suspend him if you if you know about it? Right? Fair enough, right? And yeah. it goes back into the I, I get what you're saying about they don't care about him cheating on Nia Long per se, right? Yeah. Which is yeah. not the argument that I was trying to bring up because obviously they don't really care. They cared about yeah. what he did to break their violations, which is why yeah. it matters. And the main argument I'm saying here is that why did you handle it the way you handled it? That's the big issue for but me. What's the, wait, but what's the issue with it? Because so according to the reports that came out last night, so at first, they said that this relationship was consensual, right? Yes. But then last night, they said that he made unwanted remarks. Allegedly. So if it's consensual, Allegedly. okay, fine. But if it's consensual, then how is... so? Okay, the reporters that we believe, right? You know, we believe Woes when he tweets out something. We generally, yes. like, we believe fans more times than not. We're going to take yes. their word for it because they've proven over time that they are reliable, right? So these are reports coming from these guys, and these are contradicting reports. Because if it's consensual, then how is the next report saying that it was unwanted comments? Consensual means that both parties are agreeing to what's going on. So how is it unwanted if it's consensual? Because more information is coming out. That's why. So it could change the viewpoint or anything. I mean, they had that information initially, and then you have more information coming out that it actually wasn't consensual, possibly. So do you think that it's a situation where he abused his power as the head coach to possibly, you know, make her feel that if she didn't do anything with him, that he'd lose, that she'd lose her job or she wouldn't get promotion, et cetera. I don't know. I can't really make that uh, statement because I, there's so many things that are kind of, like you said, contradicting to the point where I can't really pick a side of whether or not he was making these things uh, for his own power or, or he was just actually doing things by the book and having consent from the female staffer. But what I will say, though, is that if the Celtics cared about their image and they cared about their reputation and they cared about him, breaking the rules, then why not handle that in office? I just don't understand why. I mean, nothing for me points to it being racially motivated. But still, if you didn't fire the guy, why did you not keep that in office and handle that internally? Because, because if you're you going to make him, if you're going to punish you him can't. anyway, 
you know, don't yeah, don't make man, all these different things happen to the point where you guys are now being talked about and bringing on unwanted information that can ultimately hurt the image of your team. But you can't. You you can't because now yeah, let's what? say if they handle this internally and the news just breaks that he's suspended for a whole year. You would like what do you think that that just goes away? That nothing's like nobody is going to go digging in, into why the Celtics have disciplined their head coach who just brought them to an NBA Finals. So no matter how they handle it internally, people are going to find out anyways because you can't just suspend Ime Udoka and people don't have questions on why. So I think what you're saying would make more sense if they if they suspended him and everybody's like, oh, okay, it's whatever. But people are gonna ask questions like, "What the f- like? Why?" Because he's one of the best young head coaches in the league. They don't. So have we we're to, gonna find out to. whether they released it or not. We were gonna find out. Okay, but they don't have to disclose the information out there. They could have just said he violated code of conduct, and that's why they don't like they. He works for them. They don't have to maybe, disclose anything to the media, to the fan base at all. I know people want to okay, know, fine. but it's now, not maybe, your job to know. Okay, fine. Now name me a scenario where a prominent person in sports was suspended or disciplined, and we don't know why. Maybe one. I can't, I can't think of that right now. Because it hasn't happened. Usually, if you get suspended for a year or any kind of lengthy punishment, we always find out why. Always. Like, that's just not something that just gets swept underneath the rug. And if anything, us them not telling the, the general public, that caused even more of a distraction for the Celtics. Because that probably followed them the entire season. Right now, it happened right now. This will probably be a story for another two, three weeks when the season first starts. But as the season goes, it's not going to be talked about much. But coach, spend the head coach that just brought you to an NBA Finals is suspended, and there's no word on why. That's a distraction for the whole season. Okay, there are certain cases where players, as in, I, I can give you an example. I, I forget the player's name, but he got suspended in the NFL because yes. he took drugs, quote unquote, as in like he violated the the league's policy on drug okay. and whatnot okay. so that could be a case of people knowing that he got suspended for taking the drugs but it actually wasn't revealed as to what type of drug he actually took to get him suspended that's a case of what happens when you can keep things closed which in. player was that i forgot the name i just know it was a receiver i forgot he, he was Josh gordon no that wasn't josh gordon no 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 it was, so it was another receiver really drug problems like that because uh, what i'm saying is it might be deandre hopkins but i don't know oh Did wait it... wait 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 are you talking about for this season? I don't. I, I think it was yeah, this yes, the last season. Because, yes, because Hopkins is suspended for like the first six games for this season. Yeah, I know he is. For but did they tell you what drug he took? Yes, they did. Did they? Yes, yes. But I'm and not then, sure if it was Hopkins though. And then he explained why he took like as in like he as like he took some medication that but he didn't know that he wasn't supposed to take that. Like he explained why. Generally though, bro. You always know why somebody's getting, especially if it's somebody that's prominent. Obviously, if this is like the Giants' third-string quarterback getting suspended, right, and we don't hear about it, nobody cares because we don't care about him. But if it's somebody that's a prominent figure in sports, that stuff you're always gonna know why, always. So I would say think that I think that maybe we would not have known if the Celtics decided to not punish him. Let's say like they hot, like let's say like they just fined him. Let's say like 100k, right, for violating team rules. I think that that would go away much faster than suspending him for the whole season. Now, if the Celtics, if they did decide to suspend him, then I think, yes, we don't have to know about it. Because, like, why are you letting us know if there's not going to be any actions taken on it? But the fact that they took action on it, we like, we were going to know, bro. Like, we're, he's too prominent of a person. He plays for too big of a – well, not plays, but he coaches for too big of a franchise. And his team is too much in, like, the limelight for that to kind of just get swept underneath the rug, bro. 
I mean, I'm sure there are some cases where guys have been suspended for various reasons, but I have to do more research on that and see. Yo, look, I was hoping that he got suspended, uh, that he got fired though. For your own personal gain. Yes, sir. Let's bring him back to Brooklyn, baby, because he was in Brooklyn the year before. Bring him back to Brooklyn after these allegations. You want to bring him back to Brooklyn? Well, look. You think I'm any going... team would pick him up right now after what just happened? Look, I'm going off what the report said. Consensual relationship. All right? To me, Violation of the conduct. No, yes. But if don't matter rule, if it was consensual or not, if the only rule that he violated was that he didn't let HR or he didn't let the proper management know that he's in a relationship with somebody that he's possibly their boss. If that's his only violation, then fire Steve Nash and hire this guy. Of course, yes. I don't think it's that big of a deal. Yet mm. again, I don't care what these guys do in their personal lives. Win me a game. I, I don't care. Like as long as you aren't breaking any rules in terms of the law, I can care less. So if so if it does come out that the Celtics, they found out that he was messing around with this lady because somebody walked in and they saw him doing what they were doing. But if she's not saying that it was sexual assault and if she's not saying that he was for that he forced himself, right? Mm-hmm. I see no issue except for he broke the team's rules. So rightfully so, he should be suspended because you broke the team's rules. So I don't, So I'm not saying that he should not be suspended. I'm not saying that he does not deserve any kind of punishment because once you go against what the team rules are, you voluntarily look. He decided to, to take that job. So they didn't force him to agree to their code of conduct. So that's on him. He does deserve punishment. But what I'm saying is, I don't think that this is going to affect him from getting any other coaching uh, jobs. Let's say if he was fired, I don't think so. Unless other news comes out that it was more sinister than what was first believed. But if just if it's just off the reports right now. I think he got another coaching job, even if he was fired. So, Back. so, so, quick question: Going back into okay. what you said about we don't really get to get the information about what happened as to why the player was suspended. Are you referring to only prominently known players? Because there are a list of players here, or one player at least that I see so far that yeah. it, it wasn't revealed at all as to why, but he just violated the conduct. Well, I was saying more so prominent players. Okay, fine, fine. Prominent players, yeah. is fine. Then I guess you could say. Well, right. yeah, because let's be real. If it's somebody that nobody really knows, that's not going to get clicks unless they did something really crazy. Remember, media only cares about what's going to, you know, like bring them clicks for money. So if it's like Tom Brady got suspended for a whole year for violating personal conduct, there's no way in hell that we're not going to find out what Tom Brady did because it's Tom Brady. But let's say. If I don't know, give me like some irrelevant quarterback, right? That's uh that doesn't play third. I, mean, I know, I know where you're going with this. Yeah. yeah. So like you know, it depends on what the public's interest level is in the story. And Yudoka, that'd be high interest. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. But either way, though, um, I'm not sure if maybe they should have waited until to reveal the information. Maybe that would have been better. Maybe not. But ultimately, yeah, though, I yeah. just like it just brings too much unwanted attention. At this point, no, in time. like, it so that like, I'm not sure if it's the best for what they want. And also, by the way, the new interim head coach for them, um, I think his name is John Mazula, if I'm mistaken. Is, yeah. it, is, it, is it John Mazula? Something like that. Who cares? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, he's gonna have a tough slate. He has a team, but he's gonna have a tough slate trying to fulfill the coaching tendencies of what Uduka brought for them last season. So, I mean, Matt, you know, funny for, enough, uh, I actually don't think that this is going to affect the Celtics that much. Like, obviously, it'll be a distraction, but I think that the Celtics will still be one of the top teams in the East, even without Udoka there for this next season. I think that they'll be okay. Mm, because be one of the top teams. Different. Well, yeah, because if you look but, at that roster, you know, this is the same roster from last year. They added Brogdon, so, like, they did get stronger. 
Um, and they already know what they have to do. Like they know what works. They, and I'm pretty sure that this is so the assistant coach, he worked underneath Udoka. And let's be real. I know that Udoka is going to be suspended, but let's not act like Udoka is not going to have any say and stuff. Like, let's be real. You know how, like, when people get suspended, like, you think that he's not going to talk to the players, talk to any personnel for a whole year? Let's be real here. He's going to have some say and stuff. Like, the assistant coach is probably going to talk to him sometimes. They already know what to do. They saw the formula that worked for them last year. That assistant coach does not really have that much to do unless they get a lot of injuries, unless, you know, things just go wrong. But they have the blueprint of what works for this unit, like, already. From last year after the All-Star break, you saw what works. And this team is still the same exact team, just adding Malcolm Brogdon, who does what they want to do with play defense, and he's able to push the ball up the court. So they're going to be okay. Like, they're going to be okay. Uh, You know, even though this guy is going to be an interim head coach, there's still no excuses for the Celtics to not be top four in the East next year. There's no excuses. Unless, again, there's major injuries. Okay. Joe Mazzula has the blueprint, but who's to say that they wouldn't have – Change it a bit coming into this season based off of what they saw last year. Fair enough, but I don't think they haven't changed anything. If I'm being real, I think the Celtics they just lost to a better team. I think there was nothing that they really could have done to stop Steph Curry from going off. You know, like that because see, like a player like that is just so special. I think if it's any other team in the West, I think that the Celtics are right now. We're talking about them being the uh, NBA champions. I, I think that they're that good. Like they are that good. But the Celtics, mm. I mean, but the Warriors are just a better team. Like a lot. Let's say, like, if it was the Suns, let's say, like, if, like, if this was the Suns, or who else could they have possibly played against? It was the Suns or Mavs, right? Who the Warriors yeah. played. So, but they played the Warriors played the Mavs, right? Or Mavericks, yeah. I think the Celtics beat the Mavs, and then they also beat the Suns. I've had the Warriors. The Suns. Mm, I'm not sure about that. I'm hey, sure look, if, that. if the Suns couldn't beat the Mavs in, in the seven game series, there's not really much that gives me hope that they would have been able to beat that Celtics team. That was the because remember after All Star break, that Celtics team was on fire. Don't yeah, I understand. Lose, they didn't lose more than they didn't lose more. Well, they didn't lose back to back games until like game four of last year's finals. Uh, yeah, Remember, they I, were I on get fire. you. They were so on fire, I, but they also yeah. went to a seven game series without playing against Chris Middleton. Are we gonna not talk well, about that? But let's be real though. They had Giannis as well. I mean, look, what the like, heck? No, look, bro, but it's the thing though. So Steph Curry is a once in a lifetime kind of player. Giannis, he's shaping up to be a once in a lifetime kind of talent, right? Yes. The Suns don't have a once-in-a-lifetime kind of talent like that. So, yes, I get it. There was no Chris Middleton on that Bucks team. But I think even without Chris Middleton, the Bucks are still going to be a very hard team to beat because of Giannis. His presence alone can carry them to get, like, a series win without Chris Middleton because Giannis is just that great. So, in my opinion, it's not like the Suns, who they really have that you say are generational. Like, let's be honest. Like, gener- Nah, Chris Paul is a great point guard. He's man. not a like, generational point guard? I don't think so. Because what? Chris Paul, Chris Paul can't carry his team to win. What? I mean, listen, it's not it's not a bad thing when you have to have help to get you to that place. No, no, of course, of course. And I look, and I think Chris Paul, I think he's close to being a generational point guard. Close. He is. He's top I'm, five I'm, already. Debatable. Of all time, it's debatable. He's yeah, top, but he's. I think he's, he's top five. Top 10. Yes, he's definitely top ten. Okay, fine, fair enough, fine, fair enough. Chris Paul, but then I'll make the argument that Chris Paul, he's not the same Chris Paul as I think. Chris Paul, he's still good, but he's not. But that's like not what, what you asked me though. He was you asked me if he's generational. Generational is not about last year. It's about yeah. But if you're generational, plus because of what you did in your career, but you're still fading away, then I can't expect you to have the same impact that you had when you were younger. 
Of course but not. Fine. I mean, I'll give I mean, you Chris Paul. Play, you probably can't. Okay, fine. I'll give you Chris Paul as um, as generational. All right, fine. But to me, he's thirty eight to thirty seven. His impact and plus he's a liability on defense, especially like Chris Paul's offensive game right now does not make up for his liability on defense. So to me, it does kind of balance out. But the Suns they have a good roster overall. But I think that that Celtics roster is better than that Suns roster. I think so, they would have okay. beat the Suns. So Joe Mazzulla as the head coach. What's yes. the expectations going to next season then? Because I think that they get bounced out and now they have the to. Round. They have to at least make the second round at minimum. Second round, that's it. Bounced they out. Have to make, yeah, but then that also depends on who they play. Because maybe like, because then like, what if they get a? Because then what if they get a favorable matchup in the second round? Then you know, then you won't be saying that you expect them to get bounced Coaching, out. No, second round obviously is going to get tougher. So I, I do expect yes. them to. Okay, so for example, when the when the Suns played the Mavs, right? Obviously, that's a tough matchup. But that was a matchup that. People, I think everybody expected the Suns to advance, right? Because that's a favorable matchup for them in terms of they have a superior overall unit compared to what the Mavs have. Yeah, yeah advancing how many games? Huh? How many games advanced to? No, seven. It went seven games. Okay. Seven. No, I'm saying no. Before that series happened, how many games do you think that game that series would go to? Don't no more than six. Okay. Yeah, like no, I definitely didn't think so. I definitely didn't think that it, it'd go to seven, and I definitely didn't think that the Mavs would, would win. No. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Well, what are you What are you saying here, though? So for the Celtics, I'm saying minimum has to be a second round, has to be because going off what you just said, then that would kind of be what they should have been doing last year. Then because as you're because you're making it seem like they only beat the Celtics. I mean, well, they only beat the Bucks because no Chris Middleton. So that so that's kind of around your expectations around them for them, anyways. So. I mean, what's the big deal then? I mean, last year, my my expectations for them last year were a bit higher because they were playing so great towards the end of the season. And they did get a break without facing Chris Middleton. But, yeah, I did expect them to be one of the favorites to come out the East, though. That's, yeah, that's... and I think still, even without Udoka, given that roster that they have right now, you still have to have them as one of those teams to worry about in the East. To like, worry, but to come out to the East is two different things. No, yes, but if you're worrying about them, that means that you view them as a legit threat. Like, you can't just say because Yudoka's not there, the Celtics are no longer a legit threat. Come I'm not on saying now. they're not, but I'm saying that it's going to be tough now, especially come playoff time. But it was going to be tough regardless. Be coach. I'm not it, sure it who the guy is, but if he does follow the same blueprint, fair enough. But when he's forced to make these changes as the head coach in the prime, in the prime time of things, then it's like, can he really do it? And I could be worried about a team. But I can't expect them to come out the East. I'm worried about the Hawks. The no, you're Raptors, not. The uh, no, you're not. Cavaliers. No, you're not. I don't expect these teams to come out the East, though. No, you're not. Yes, you're I not. am. You're, okay, what are you worried about the Hawks to do? They have the what? What did you not see what they did this past offseason? I'm asking you a question. What are you worried about the Hawks to do? I think the high ceiling would probably be a second round exit too. Okay, so that's so that so then that that's not worried about them. When this I say does. that I'm worried about a team. I'm talking about they could represent that conference in the finals. That's what I mean. Why am I worried about a team that's going to probably get bounced out the first round? Why am I, I worried I about second, I didn't say first round. I said second bro, round. first round, bro, the Hawks are not going to even finish. The Hawks this, this round, are not going to finish top half of the Eastern Conference. That Eastern Conference is stacked. So it doesn't even matter. They're not going to finish like up there. So even if Udoka was there, the Boston Celtics were, uh, were going to have a hard time anyways. Like it was never going to be – them just coming first so easy, kind of like last year. It's never gonna be like that. That Eastern Conference is stacked. So and they were. So why am I worried about a team that's not gonna finish top half? The Hawks are not gonna finish top half of the table. The Hawks are most likely gonna be in a play-in game. 
Wait. Let's be real. So, so wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So because they won't finish in the top half, you are not worried not about worried a team about in the playoffs. Yes. Okay, fair enough. Me personally, if if like going off of last year and what the Hawks did this past season, off season, and how they got better on the team and they traded for Deontay Murray, I'm worried about the Hawks now. The Cleveland Cavaliers going off of what they did last year, even though they made a playing game, I'm worried about the Cleveland Cavaliers now, even though I don't expect them to come out the East. But they're still no, a threat. Okay. Well, I know that you as a Miami Heat fan, look, see, you know, like your roster is not that good. So I understand why you're it's worried. It's that it's good. Like a, what are you talking about? Yeah, it's not that good. So I get why you're worried about some what? of these teams that have gotten better. But me as a Brooklyn Nets fan, when I have Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, Ben Simmons, and all those pieces that are going to be surrounding them, I'm not really viewing the Hawks and Cavaliers right now as a threat to come out the East. That. Like, so if I don't think that you can represent the East in the finals, I don't view you as a threat like that. Obviously, you you, you can make some noise, but no, I don't think that the teams? Hawks can, but no, I don't think that the Hawks can make uh, the finals. I don't think that the Cavs can make the finals. So I'm not worried about them because as because the Brooklyn Nets should be on a completely different level from those two teams. So why would I be worried about two teams that I don't view as on my team's level? It doesn't a make completely any different level. Yes. I give you the Hawks, but it's not that far off from the Cleveland Cavaliers. Stop. Okay, it's not far off, but it is like, but it is off though. The Cleveland Cavaliers no, don't, don't have a better roster off. than the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah, they, they have a better defense than you guys, and they have some guys that, that can take the ball. And score how the they have a better defense? Too. It's not that far off. How, how they have guys a like right here, like right here. Okay, fine, off. but you're going off of a better defense based off of last year. We we now have Ben Simmons, who's arguably the the, the best what defender the in the NBA. Wait, wait, wait. So that hold on, wait. So that cha- wait, that changes a lot now. That that changes a lot. So let's not act like you know him. Like this Cavs team is pretty much the same. And then now you add Donovan Mitchell, who's a liability on defense, which could actually hurt them. So you don't know what they'll be like defensively next season. What are you talking about? So Ben Simmons, one player is going to change your whole entire defense from being bottom of the league to now being good now. Precisely. Like we'll be precisely. Top half. He said <laughs> we'll be top half. Top half. So how many teams are in the NBA? 30? Yes. We will be top 15. Like top 15? And overall defense? Good enough? Huh? Is that good enough? Yes. Okay. Considering where we were last season, yes. Okay. Yeah. And then, of course and you then can't then be any worse than last year. Now you have Ben Simmons playing. But is, is that good enough to get stops? If it's top half, yes. I'm taking it. Right, like fine, if it's, fine. Like anywhere, way, though, no lower – no lower than 13th. I think that will be a top 13 defense in the NBA. We'll see about that. Okay. We'll see anyway, look, that. point is, the Celtics, they still don't have any excuses next year to not be competitive and to not make any playoff runs. They have no excuses. As long as that team can stay healthy, even though they do have that new head coach or that interim head coach, these players know what's needed to be done to make the finals. They just made it last year. They're, they've, they've kept the same roster. They have the same starting five. These guys should know what to do. They know, like, there's no excuses. So, I, I, so you'll probably try to give them the out and say, "Oh, well, the interim head coach and all that." No, these these guys should not be having a bad season at all. No excuses. You're not gonna have a bad season, of course not. Well, they, they could. Anything lower than fifth. Now, depending on what they do in the playoffs, obviously if they make a deep playoff run, then fine. But anything lower than fourth is a bad season for me for the Celtics. Okay. Yeah, that's a bad season. I mean, playoffs. This the. Anywhere, anytime you finish any place in the in the eighth seed, whatever in the playoffs, and you make a run, depending on where you finish, it's yeah. not a bad season. 
Well, fair enough. But considering how good that Celtics team is, they shouldn't. So what I'm saying is that they shouldn't be finishing eighth or anything low like that with how, unless there is major injuries, but they shouldn't be coming that low. No, they shouldn't. Yeah. So to me, that's what make it a bad season. But if they do finish, let's say six, right? But they make the conference finals, they lose in game six, game seven. All right, fine. Then they had a good season. But heading into the playoffs, I'd say they've had a bad season. All right. Fair enough. All talk right. About the All Suns. right. Now, yeah, let's talk about the Phoenix Suns because they're reportedly going to be – well, no, not actually reportedly. They are going to be selling their team after that news that came out with – what's the guy's name? Robert Sarver Robert or whatever. Sarver. Yeah, there's a bunch of billionaires who are interested in uh, buying the Suns. I mean, I saw some reports that are saying that mm. NBA executives and billionaires believe that Phoenix could be a hot spot and that it could be a big free agency destination. What do you think about that? And do you think that, you know, the Suns are going to be that valuable of a team? I think they will be, to be honest. I think that the Suns organization, since the days of Charles Barkley, have been kind of poor in recent okay. years until Devin Booker came, until DeAndre Ayton came and kind of got back into shape and got back into his form of what he should have been being drafted first overall. But, I mean, if you have a new owner come in and buy this team, and you do have these influx or influxes of free agents come into your team, and you pair them up with Devin Booker. Now, Chris Paul, he has like about maybe two or three more years until he's done, right? Yeah. You pair him with uh, Devin Booker, DeAndre Ayton, and you have a, a solid team anyway, depending on who you decide to keep, then yes, they could be a team like the Miami Heat, Los Angeles Lakers, Golden State Warriors, where you could say, yes, this team has a great free agent destination, and they can attract some big names to that team, and they will always be relevant. I mean, they have been relevant for the past four or five years. But if you guys can remember... But, but aside from those four or five years, they have been irrelevant. I, I, may, I might be being too nice. Probably the past two or three years, they've been irrelevant. But the past years before that, they have been pretty much irrelevant for the most part. So, yes, that would be a big move for the Suns. Um, it comes at a great time because now you're pressuring Robert Sarver to sell the team. Yeah. And on top of that, you can have a new way of having destinations for free agents to come in and give you guys a boost for the next couple of years. So I'm not disagree with you. Um, maybe now the tide is changing in Phoenix where they can be considered a big free agent destination because of recent on-court success. But I ask you a question. When has Phoenix ever been a big free agent destination? Like when in history have they got a big free agent? I can't think of the last big free agent that they've signed. Yeah, I just told you they haven't been relevant aside from the past two to three years. No, I know. But, I, but I'm talking about just like in like their history. I mean, signing free agents? I don't know. Yeah. I, don't, I can't tell you. Yeah, I mean, as in, like, what big free agent? So, it's similar to, like, the Knicks. But the difference is, the Knicks are in New York, which makes them a big market. I don't think that Phoenix is a big market. And I don't think that Phoenix is that attractive to want to go live in. Like, the Phoenix Suns, I think they're not a small market team, but they're a mid-level market team. I think they're just, in like, the middle there. I don't necessarily think that free agents want to go sign with the Phoenix Suns. Maybe now, because they're competitive, but, it, but even if you look at how they're competitive, they got competitive because they built through the draft. Yes, they did get Chris Paul, but the, that whole team really is drafted. It's ingrown uh, talent. Like, they didn't really sign. And I get, look, Chris Paul, he does play a huge part now. Let me not say that he does not because he, he, like, trust me, he does. But they've been successful mainly because of the draft, not because they get free agents. So I honestly think that things are going to change. I still don't think that big free agents would sign there right now, if I'm being honest. I don't even think that they have the cap space to sign any big free agents as well. So unless they make trades for big free agents like they tried to do with Kevin Durant, I don't necessarily agree that the Phoenix Suns are now a hot destination to go to. Mm, 
Now, maybe if they win a chip, maybe that does flip the whole tie. But this is probably the best chance that the Suns had to pass with each other, the best chance that I think that they've had in a very long time. And they still couldn't get it done. So their golden era might end with nothing. So, I mean, okay, so the trick you say. The biggest free agent was Grant Hill in 2010 so far, at least from what I'm seeing. And Grant Hill, he used to be a really good player. Um, yeah. And I remember, like, when I first kind of thought about that, before I even asked you, I was thinking. And I was going to say, oh, well, like, Amari Stoudemire or Steve Nash, right? Was Jack exactly those guys. Yeah. So, <laughs> like. But that's not bad, though. No, it's not bad. But to now kind of spin it like the Suns are now a place where big name free agents are gonna want to go to, and they're fighting. A, no, nobody want to go to Phoenix. It's hot as hell in Phoenix. Who want to live in Phoenix, bro? You you can cook eggs on the driveway. Who wants to? Nobody wants to deal with that kind of heat. You know, I mean, when you when you want to play with Devin Booker and win a championship, possibly, then yeah, I think that'd be a a good uh you know a good way to try and pursue free agents to come there and to live there it's not that bad to be honest so then why hasn't happened so far so then why hasn't happened so far brook has been in in the league about four or five years well we're talking about the possibility of getting a new owner and getting a guy no yes but regardless of owners it's not gonna happen in the past couple of years yeah but okay but regardless of the owner right why didn't players show more interest in going to phoenix when Devin Booker was there. Well, he's been there. He still is there. But why haven't they shown interest back then, even because, when they were on the rise? Like I said before, these guys were great players. Well, good players actually developing, but they weren't that yet. So when you have Chris Paul coming and you're like, okay, you get all these other players, Mikel Bridges, Cam Johnson, Cameron Payne, to play like the way they're doing while Chris Paul is there, and Devin Booker and D.A. and takes another step towards being great, top five, you know, center or whatnot, depending on how you think about it, then, yeah, if you get a new owner – there's no reason why they can't attract more big name free agents after Chris Paul leaves. Uh, depends. I oh, like what? I would put like I would put the Phoenix market in the same range as the Cleveland market for like the Cavaliers. Like they're both what? as in like they're not a bro, Phoenix is not a big market. Phoenix is not like a New York. It's not like it's not like a Los Angeles. It's not like a Houston. It's not, you know, like like it's not like a Miami. It's not a big market. It's, it's a mid-level market. Like Cleveland is not a small market. Phoenix is not a small market, but they're not big markets. They're like mid-level markets. And I just don't think that the Phoenix Suns, that them being in Phoenix and that location is going to is gonna necessarily make players want to sign there. Like, I, I don't see it. Like, I think that it'll kind of stay the same. Maybe like maybe they might be able to sign a big – but I don't think that they'll be able to get a top-level free agent. No. Okay. So, so right now, right, the Phoenix Suns in the market rank – let me see here. They they rank okay. So this is not really accurate at all. But they're in the middle of the pack, basically middle you're of the pack. Yeah. So so a mid level market. Yeah. Right. Like you said before. Yeah. So, so we're going off of market. what they've been the past couple of years. But what I'm saying is, when you do get an owner, and you do have more success coming in, and you do have another great season from the Phoenix Suns, because I do expect them to have another great season this year. There's no reason why it's not a possibility of happening, though. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Okay, what great season have the Suns had? Actually, uh, I'm like I the past two years of uh, great seasons. And if we're going no. off of their history, those are great seasons. <laughs> history, no. as in like the past, like the the four or five, maybe even going for going for as like the since 2010 up until 2020, they have not been relevant. Maybe I'll give you the season before because they sucked like two seasons ago. They weren't good. 
then the season what was that 2021 2022 season or no 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 the 20 well the 2020 2021 season i think that's when they finally they started to like kind of you know do some things i'll maybe give you that but last season was a failure it was a failure but it was still a great season no how is it great if you failed because it came down to a, a game seven in which they could have possibly won. You never know. But they got bumbled in that game. And by who? I mean, excuse me? By who? By the Mavericks. Who they but they were the first had, seed. Who they had a better team than. You're right. But I mean, playoffs, listen. Not a good season. Not a good season. It wasn't no. To you. Because no. of what you view as it a was good a, season. No, it was a good season. But to say a great season, it's not great. They lost. They didn't make the finals. They didn't win the finals, so they failed as the did, number one seed. They failed. Did did they not break the record for their franchise wins or whatnot? Well, am I tripping? Oh wow! You know, I mean, I think that would be a a, a great season in that aspect. You know, wow! They broke the franchise record for wins in one seed. What a what an NBA Finals trophy! Who cares? It meant nothing. They broke the record and it meant nothing. Nobody cares. I'm question. just saying. I'm asking a question. I mean, I'm going down the list I'm right now. 64 and 18. What? That's a pretty damn good record. Damn. 64 and 18. 64 best winning record in regular season for the Phoenix 64, Suns in history. 64 yeah. and 18 and didn't yep. win a chip? Yeah. Wow. Listen. Well, look, listen. I, I tell you There's what. so many great teams that have won some great games in the regular season that have not won a chip. So, so then if you haven't won a championship, you're not a great team. Duh. <laughs> what are you talking about? To be a great team, you have to win a chip. What are you talking How are you a so great the, team? The Warriors three and nine. How are you a great team and you did not win a championship that year? So how the are you Warriors seven, three, and nine were not a great team to you? No. Okay. Did they win a chip? <laughs> yo, the guy that yo, the way did the they guy says things, I don't understand sometimes. Seriously. If yo, you can be a great team and lose. Depending on who you face, it is what it I is. You you're a, facing another great the only, team. The only hold on. mean you're not a great team. Wait, wait. The only reason, the only reason why you would still consider the sixty-three and nine Warriors or whatever the hell their record was seventy-three and nine. Get it right. Whatever, whatever. The only reason why they're considered a great team is because that unit was still able to win championships together. So that's why you can make the argument. So fine, they lost that year, but that overall unit did not change, and they've won championships together but that season that season that they went and they had that record i would not consider them one of the greatest teams of, of all time because they did not win a championship so that season so oh, that time. no wait but i'm saying but to, okay but you can't call a team great if it, if they did not win because if you're great then you win a championship you cannot be great and lose that makes no yes, sense that's a contradiction that's a contradiction no it's not how no, it's not okay fine so how are you great but you lose Great, listen, we, we say great things for the depending on what happens in that. Oh, that was great shot, better defense, though. You know, better, great defense, better shot. It is what it is, it depends on the situation. So like, you can't say you can't, you can't denounce how great a team plays a season just because they lose in the yes. championship round. That yes. makes no sense. Yes, they face so LeBron James, LeBron James. <laughs> what are okay. you talking about? And were they not up 3 1? Yes, they were. What great team. Blows a three-one lead, but, but we are, but we are what talking about, we're talking about the goal, right? We're talking about the goal, right? You Unacceptable. Know, we're talking about the LeBron's goal, right? One so player. listen, LeBron's one player. There's, three, no, there's one no lead. shame in losing to LeBron James. Three, you should have shame. A three-one lead, and if you have no shame, then there's something wrong with how you view 
sports. Because that makes no sense. It, that's the first time in history. The shame in losing the three-one lead is there, but the shame in losing to LeBron James. You just said no shame in losing to LeBron. So again, you're contradicting yourself because you lost to LeBron by blowing a three-one lead. So you either have shame or you don't. You can't no, say I, you I'm don't mad have about, shame. I, I'd be mad about the way they lost, but I'm not mad about them losing to LeBron James. No, I'm mad. If That's you're a Warriors fan, you, you, you have to be mad. The Listen. Warriors had the best team that year. The Warriors were up 3-1. If you're a Warriors fan, and if you're not mad at losing, I don't care even if it was 3-3. No, let's say even before, like it was 3-1. Let's say it was going back and forth, right? Let's say, forget the 3-1. The, the, uh, you should still be mad because you just broke the record for most wins in a regular season, and it amounted to nothing. That's so, like the New so, England, so, by the way, that's okay. like the New England Patriots. They went, what, 18-0? Played the – or 17-0? A great team that year. Played, played the Giants and did what? Oh, my God. So it meant nothing. It, it takes nothing. one game in the NFL. No, it's the biggest game. It's the oh biggest game. God. What are you talking about? It's not just one game. It takes one game. Not, it takes different plays. It takes different performances. Yo, you make it seem like a great team is automatically supposed to win every game. That's yes, not no, how it goes. No, no, I don't care about every game because I don't care about going undefeated. I, I don't care about the Warriors breaking the record. I, I, I don't care about the Suns breaking their record. I don't care about that. Because if you do all that, oh, oh my God, like look at this team. They're doing like all this in the regular season. And then if you make the finals, and if you're the better team in the finals, right? Because you're great. There's no excuses to lose. Who said they're now, better? Now, in the NFL. Who said they were better? In the NFL. Wait, answer my question. Wait, wait. In the NFL, oh I think mean, there's more of a pass in the NFL. Because the NFL is a one-off game. And you can get lucky that one-off game. But the NBA, seven games. There's no excuse if you're great to ever lose to a team that you're not better than. Because it's not just one game. You have you have to win four. So that means that you're the worst team that series. How, so, okay. Because if you're, the, if you're the better team, how do you lose four games? Okay, Unexcusable. Okay, okay. No. So if, the, if, if, if we're talking about that, if, if you're talking about the Patriots and how they won – and 18 and 0 and whatnot, and you're talking about now that it's a one-off game, then why'd you bring up that point anyway? That's one. Two, okay. it we're not we're not talking about them being a great team in the finals and being a better team. They could still be a great team facing a great team. So That's hold on, two. wait. So was that three? Was that three? Let me ask you a question. Okay. Were the Raptors a great team the year they won that finals year? Were they a great team? No. Okay then. But they, but they still, still won, won, right? But they still won it. Okay, then. So, yeah. okay, it doesn't matter. It goes back to my team, point that. But that Warrior team was a great, great team and not win it. That but you can still team, be a, a not good team and still win it. It happens. No, no, no. Because now, why the Raptors win that? No Kevin Durant, no Clay Thompson. That Warrior team was no not great either. That Warrior team was not. So, that was a good team beating an injured team. What are you talking about? I mean, listen, they won. Oh, no, right? that Warrior team. Oh, no, wait. They so, that argument right? like that you just made. That only holds up if the Warriors were healthy. Then that holds up. They but that it, Warriors right? team was – it was an equal playing field. That was an equal playing field with what they had available. So a good team beat another good team. So what are you talking about? It's not really? great. Really? Yes. So so when the when the Phoenix Suns lose to the Bucks and I call them a great team, what do you think that is then? But what I, I just said, a good team beat a good team. I didn't call the Toronto Raptors great because they won. No, I, I called the Phoenix Suns great. Yeah. Right? Now, I'm the talking Bucks, about the Bucks, years. The Bucks 
the Bucks, I think that they were great. I think the Suns were a good team. The great team beat the good team. Oh, okay. All right, fine. Yeah. If you think that, then sure, why not? Whatever. Hey, look, if you don't win a championship, you can't be considered great. That's all that I'm saying. And like, it, it makes no sense. Nate, like, how can you be a great team and not have a ring? It, it just, you it, just told that me that if you win a championship based off of the Toronto Raptors, they weren't great regardless. Yeah, but I said, yeah, but they, yeah, but that was a good team that beat another good team. No, so, so that Raptors and Warriors series, none of them were great. Like, neither of those teams were great. So, what determines great then? What determines great? What do you mean? Uh, but, anyways, no way. So, hold on, wait. So, okay, so what, so what, de- so what determines great is, let's say if uh, the Warriors that year that they broke the record, right? They had the best record ever, they go win a championship. That's a great team. That's greatness right there because you broke the record and it meant something. So regardless of if the Warriors broke that record or not, it meant nothing. That war, like that record, literally means nothing because they didn't win anything. So, so that seventy-three and nine is not better than the Bulls' record because didn't the Bulls win a championship that year that they that that, that, that they went seventy-two and ten? So how yeah. is so so now how is the Warriors right? Because people will try to say that that record's better. It's not. The record is better regular season wise. But who cares? It's not better because the Bulls, like they want to chip, better and the Warriors didn't. So who cares? Wise. But who? But okay. But what I'm asking you is, who cares? What Listen, is I'm, all I'm saying is, you can't denounce the team and how great it performed that year just because it, they didn't win a championship. Yes, you That's can. That's all I'm saying. Being great requires you to win a championship. If you didn't win a championship, how can I consider your team great? Because so the Patriots to me, eighteen and zero. Good team, weren't great. They couldn't get it done. So you don't have that in you. They weren't great. Okay, all right, fair enough. Whatever. All right, all but right. look, let's move on, man. Talk to me about Thursday night football, man. The Suns, the Suns. See, I'm still thinking about basketball. But shut the hell up, the Suns and the Suns. The Browns, the Browns versus the Pittsburgh Steelers, man. Talk to me about that game. You know what's funny? So this is where I kind of wanted to vomit last night. Okay. Because as I put my my bet. On that game for Najee Harris to score a touchdown, for Nick Chubb to score a touchdown, for the Steelers to be 7.5, no, 7.5 plus to cover the spread, they fumble on the last play of the game. That I know that robbed the it wronged the whole fantasy owners the wrong way. If you were a Browns guy and you held them in your fantasy league, then sure, you had a good night. But either way, though, that was terrible. The Steelers, though. Not that bad on offense, I must say. Like, I know they scored 17 points, but still, they had a great game plan for Miles Garrett. A lot of these bootleg rollouts away from him, sometimes towards him, double-teaming him. Um, The run game was not that bad. They looked great early on, to be honest with you. I know that it's going to come out looking like a kind of a slugfest, but the offense picked up, and the Browns picked up their offense as well, too. Steelers didn't have a good job of trying to stop the running game. And once again, I tell you this. I tell you, this team is nothing without T.J. Watt. Nothing without T.J. Watt. And it showed once again, 0-6 with T.J. Watt being out of the lineup. 0-6. That is terrible. Terrible. So it goes back until when you asked me the first time on which team would have the biggest impact with their star player being injured off of week one, it would be T.J. Watt because Cooper Rush just beat the Bengals. So what ha- what's up with that now? I mean, but what so does that far, matter? Yeah, it's, it's but what does that is. matter? What do you mean, why does it matter? Cowboy season's done. It, it, it doesn't matter. Cooper Rush being the Bengals means nothing because well, it, we're, we're, we're talking about who has the because impact. it's still going to lead to nothing. We're talking the about Cowboys the had, impact. but the wait, 
but the Cowboys had playoff expectations. There was that case for Steelers people think even before the wide injury, even coming into this season, that people expected the Steelers to probably not make the playoffs this year. The Cowboys had playoff expectations. So, yes, a quarterback getting hurt means more than a defensive end getting hurt. Well, yes. Not right now. Not right now, does it? How doesn't it? The Steelers weren't going to make the playoffs anyway. Cooper Rush? Yo, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he goes to a one make the, Wait, wait. But the Steelers weren't going to do that much this season anyways. You don't know they, that. They have no quarterback. You don't know that. We do know that. You, you but they have no that, quarterback. Right? Because they, it's not they the, have no listen, quarterback. Through Trubisky, they haven't been playing terrible. I mean, they haven't played they have drives, no quarterback. Yes, but it has not been terrible. They have no quarterback. Okay. But what I'm saying here is that same thing like last year, right? They didn't have a quarterback either way. Still make the playoffs. Why? Than what they have right now. Oh, my gosh. That's not true. That is not yes. true. Yes. That is not true. Yes. Because yes. they cannot do the same thing stiff, of what they did last stiff, year with Ben Roethlisberger this year. They can't do ben that. A stiff Ben Roethlisberger is better than Mr. Mich- You're Mich- bugging. You are bugging. Like, yo, put your biases aside for this one. Please. Please. My biases aside. Mr. Bisky does You just hate your Bisky. I don't hate him. I don't I don't give a fuck about no <laughs> Trubisky. Fuck is he to me? I don't care about this guy. Yo. He's just not a good quarterback. I don't have to be biased against him. I don't know him. I'm talking about what I've seen throughout his career. He's a backup level. Yo, Jacoby Brissett is better than Trubisky. And Brissett is a backup level quarterback. Yeah, yes. Trubisky is not good. So what are you talking about? He also has a better about? team so far. Right huh? Now. He also has a better team right now. Who? Jacoby Brissett. Stop it. There's no even thing about that. It's nothing to think about. Better O-line. You feel me? That I'll a give better you running well. game. Better defense. Better pizza. Papa John. I don't, <laughs> nah, I don't think that the defense is that much better. I think if if TJ Watts, Watts healthy, the Steelers defense is a very good defense. You're right. Um, if he's healthy, right? Offensively, offensively, obviously, I'm not going to argue with Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. That's the best backfield in the league. And the O-line... Okay, fine. I'll give you that. But the Pittsburgh Steelers' offense is not like if you're a quarterback, that's an ideal situation to go into. Is that offense what the Pittsburgh Steelers have? Uh, Pickens, uh, Chase Claypool, Deontay Johnson, Najee Harris. Like that's like that's not nothing to slouch about. But Trubisky is so average that that offense does not look that good. But they have the pieces there to be a very good offense because of Trubisky or because of Matt Canada. No, well both. Because they have a bad play caller and an average quarterback. So it does, it's not going to work out. What has yeah, he no, done so not. far that leads you to believe that he's been playing terrible? I'm not saying he's his been playing career. great. His whole career. So far this year. Forget about the whole freaking career. This year I'm talking about. Oh we can't talk about the whole career. We're talking about this year. If I could go off the whole career, I would say that Mar- Marcus Mariota would look terrible in that Falcons offense. So far he's looked good in that Falcons no, offense. No, yes. But, but. Two games is not going to erase the past five, six seasons. So, You're right, yes. it's not. Yes. So, going into this season, I could have told you that Trubisky was not going to be that good and that they should have started Kenny Pickett. I could have told you that Marcus Mariota on the Falcons is not going to be the guy. Like, it's a stopgap. Trubisky is a stopgap. Mariota is a stopgap. Oh, game managers, huh? What? I said stopgap. Game stop managers, gap. apparently. What are you yeah. talking about? How can they manage the game if they're losing? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, what have you seen Marcus Mariota this year game manage? Oh, my gosh. Exactly. Yo, but what I will please. say, though, for that Thursday night game, though, that game was much better than I thought that it was going to be. I didn't think it'd be – I didn't think that the Browns would score 29 points. I thought that they – well, obviously, we both picked them to win, so we're not surprised that they won. 
but I didn't see them scoring that much. I thought it was going to be like 24, 17, 24, 14, even though that's not that big of a difference. But still, it was, you know, it was a pretty good showing from Jacoby uh, Brissett. He was dotting them up. And Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb, they were, well, no, Nick Chubb especially had a really good game as well. So not nothing that was too surprising, but I was surprised that how many points there was scored. I thought it'd be a little, like a touchdown less. Steelers, nothing without TJ Watt, bro. Telling you. Okay. Oh, I mean, look. Right. Yo, the, 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 the first two red zone drives, they, they just picked on Tremaine Edmonds. This guy playing off coverage against Amari Cooper, but you had five and Joku. Wait, guys, don't know what had, to do without TJ Watt. But didn't you have, didn't you have the Browns coming fourth in the in the AFC North when we first talked about it? No. Yes, you did. Because you said that you don't believe, like, in the Browns. When I said that the Browns could have some of a, of a respectable record when, by the time that Watson came back, you said that they wouldn't. You said that you didn't believe in the reset, uh, and you said that they'd come fourth. You had the Steelers coming third. Go back and listen. You, you, had, the, you had the Steelers coming third. You. Me. Steelers yes. coming third. Third. And the Browns coming last in the AFC North. Coming Before last. I mean, okay. That yeah, was those teams, regardless, those teams will be vying oh, for last on. place. Wait, yeah. but you're saying that the wait, but you're saying that the Steelers are, are nothing without Watt, but when Watt was going to be there, you still had them doing nothing. So what does it matter now? What the heck? Did he, did he not for did he not have them get No, bro, no, but that's your question. Week? When TJ Watt was there healthy before the season started, you still did not have them doing anything. So now, why are you trying to like? Yes, so I now, did. why are you making it seem like now that he's gone, he's yes, the I biggest part? You predicted them to do nothing anyway. Yes, I did. I said that the Steelers would be respectable enough to, if they were to be able to hang. You into had games. them coming third. Listen, listen. Be do it good enough to hang into games like they, like they did last year and make some plays on offense because I thought that Trubisky would be better than what they had last year. Then yes, they would be able to do something as far as playoff contention this year, right? But so far, without what, they're not going to do that anymore. But you had them coming third. So, and then, hold on. And then you just said Wait. that you said third because they're going to both be fighting for last place. So, you didn't think that they'd do anything regardless. Based off of that prediction, you did not think that they'd do anything anyways. Bro, it's the AFC North. These guys can okay. still compete for the playoffs okay, regardless. Yes, okay, yes. First, but coming, second, okay, third, yes, or fourth. But coming, yes, but coming last, you're more than likely not going to make the, like, the, uh, the, um, the playoffs. Like, vibe Yo, for last fourth? and coming last is two different things. No, wait, but coming fourth in your conference, more than likely, you're not going to make the playoffs when you're finishing that low. There's a possible way that you can make it, but the probability is not on your side. So what I'm saying is, for you to give that prediction, right, and then go say that TJ Watt is the biggest loss so far in terms of the injury, it's a contradiction. Because when he was healthy you still didn't think that they could make that much noise anyways. So what I'm saying is if that Prescott gets hurt for a team that had playoff aspirations or that was a team that was viewed as would make the playoffs, how is that not a bigger loss than a team that lost their star player that even when he was there, you thought they wouldn't really make it anyways? Because Oh, you're contradicting yourself. I'm not because I'm, I'm really not. Because I go off of what I saw last year and they were going to be similar to what they were last year. Hanging no, because last year they had plays. a better quarterback. Excuse me? Last year they had a better quarterback. No, not. Stop okay. it. Okay, okay. Big Ben, like, you guys, like, no, stop picking on Big Ben been, as if, like, Mitch Trubisky has great. never been better than Ben Roethlisberger in his career, ever. Not any words of Ben Roethlisberger. We're not talking Mitch about Trubisky the career. We are not talking no. about the career. 
we're talking yes, about last season. Yes, last and I'm season including compared to Mr. Trubisky this year. No, and I'm including even Ben Roethlisberger last year is better than anything that Mr. Trubisky has ever been. We'll see. We'll see. Okay. All we, right. So we we'll see. Real quick. So we'll see how many move. points Trubisky scores. I mean, going off of last year, they had a couple of plays that that. How's that working out so far for that too. offense? How's that working out so far? Not terrible. It, it's been it's been average to below average. Their points per game is is not even that respectable. And if I'm not mistaken, didn't the defense score like two point? Well, like two touchdowns for them week one, or like one or something like that. So that offense, touchdown. yeah, one touchdown. So that offense has not been anything respectable. That offense, regardless of all those weapons that they have, yes, play calling or their offensive coordinator. I don't like him. I don't think he's good. But that offense is still good enough to where they should be scoring more than twenty points per game this season. Maybe the defense might chip 20 in. points per game. More than 20 points per game. That offense. With a, with a, with a competent quarterback, that Steelers offense should be getting at least, at minimum, 20 points per game throughout but the entire season. You just season. said the offensive coordinator is not great, so how would they get 20 points per game? Because talent would override the play calling. Duh. No, it would not. Yes. It's the reason, it's the reason why the Bengals don't look great this year. Oh, no, it would not. Gosh. Here's the excuses for the Bengals. The Bengals no, have no, no, it would not. No, it would not. Because at some point in time, the talent will not override. Teams will be able to continue to die in and to, you know, to be able to see what you're doing, the schemes you're running. Look, so I don't anymore. think that Joe Burrow, Higgins, is... Jamar Chase, Tyler Boyd, these guys are great players. Okay, but look. some people so far, the Cowboys, <laughs> the Cowboys, the Steelers. Have figured out what they've done so far in the past two great weeks. players. Tyler Boyd's not a great player. Who are you talking about? I'm great just talking players. about the whole the trio as a whole. It's a uh, great I mean, core. no, it's a it's a good receiving core. It's not great. You, you like you throw around that word "great" too much. Top five. I'm, I, I, like, top five. I'm sorry, bro. It's top five. No, yeah, they're good, but they're not great. Like, great means if that you just, they, if you just agree to me that that they're top five, then what is great to you then? So, because they're top five in the NFL right now, that makes them a great receiving core? Yes! No. Off of talent, yes! No, because because they only have one great player. So, how can that whole receiving core be great with, if there's only one great receiver there? Because those because, two receivers because outside of, of Jamar Chase because of are Jamar better Chase, as complementary receivers than other guys would be in the NFL so far. It's a really good receiving core, but it's not great. You use the word great too loosely. Like great mean like bro, like great means that that's one of the best receiving cores that the NFL has seen. That's what makes you that's great. That's not what that means. Oh my gosh. Come on. So son. what is great? Okay, so then what's the difference? Great could be yo, a- great could be distinguished every single season, every year. We can say if, this if team you're is great, great and no. this team is not great anymore. No. Like, come on. If you're great, if you're great. That means that for years to come, after these guys stop playing together, right? Let's say they disband next year. Great means 10, 15 years, that receiving core will still be talked about. As of right now, that receiving core, if they disband after this season, nobody's talking about that like receiving core as great. They're going to disband and, after and, this season? Like, huh? They're going to disband after this season? No, I said if they did, they would not if. be considered great. Yeah, but right now, they're not great because right now, in the overall scope of the game, it's not a great receiving core. Okay. Like, I'm not going like, to argue about that. Don't use that term too loosely. I'm not because, like, yo, I'm not sure what you view as greatness. I really don't. The way I everything think is great. Like, Everything is great. Everything is great. 
everything. You, you probably think that Andrew Wiggins is great. No, like everything is great. To very like when somebody, like when somebody does something good. good, like when somebody does something good. Oh yeah, what he did was great. What? No, yes. I, I, no, I don't. It's like <laughs> I you're don't. around that word "great" too. Yeah, the same guy that said that Ben Roethlisberger last year was going to be better than Mitchell Trubisky this year. Okay. No, I'm saying no. I'm saying that he would be better after that. He is better. Okay. He is better. Okay. We'll, we'll see better. about that. Well, we Look, will see about that. Talk to me about Only time you. will tell. You know I don't what? Need time. I have seen Mr. Trubisky for, for the last six, seven years. Oh, forget about. The, see, this is why the, the jury's out why. on him. This is why the jury is He's out. Going off of the years past, he can't go off of this year and what possibly. But could what else be. can you go? But how can I go off of this year? Okay, so you like the small sample size versus the greater sample size. All right, cool enough. No, right, I don't like. Though. I like the the let's different offensive schemes. I like what he could be in a different offense. That's cool. what I do like. All right, cool. With better weapons, All he right, didn't cool. have better weapons in Chicago than he did right now. Yeah, and he's still and he's still below average right now. So let's move on. Because of the back coordinator. Oh, uh, because of the back coordinator. Okay, yes. All so right, I got of here with that, bro. Okay, yes. Okay, yeah. yes. So he has such good weapons now, which he actually does. I think that receiving core is pretty good. See, I didn't say great. If that was you, you'd have said that this receiving core is great. Anyways, I didn't say they're, receiving great. Core. I said they're pretty good. This, they're very good too. This trio, this trio is a really good receiving core, and he still hasn't done anything with them. So it's a small sample size, but it's holding up from what he's done in the past. So that's all that I'm saying. It's not nothing. He's not doing and like he's not doing anything different. So he might as well still be with Chicago Bears because he's not utilizing his weapons. All right, let's go on to our week three predictions, though. Come on, man, talk to me. All right. Start off with the Bengals and Jets. Who you got going for that game? Isn't it crazy that this is the game that I actually got to think about real quick? <laughs> Isn't that crazy? The Bengals are looking bad, but I think they'll bounce back this week. I do expect this game to be really close, though, if I'm being honest. I think Joe Flacco is playing well. Let me ask you a question really quickly. Can you see Zach Wilson coming back and just starting right away? Yes. If Joe Fl- So is Zach Wilson playing this week? No. Week four. So let's say if Joe Flacco goes out there and plays another really good game oh and gets a gosh. win, is it is it right to just shoo Zach Wilson right back in there when the team is on a two-game winning streak with Joe Flacco there? Like, hold on. That's, wait, that's a very fair question. It's not right to rush him back, but it is right to give him back his starting spot. But then do you think that the leash would be shorter for him if he comes back and, and let's say if he's not playing that well? Considering that Joe Flacco, you guys beat the Browns, and that's a respectable win right there. And if, if if you guys can beat the Bengals, that's two top teams in you know like in the AFC that, that you guys would have beat. You're right, but it all goes back to what you asked me last year when we talked about Mike White, and I said the same thing. I'm going to say now, yeah. it's all about Zach Wilson and his development and trying to see what he could do. Yes, but to be fair though, Mike White, did, but Mike White did start to fall off a little bit, and then y'all lost, so it kind of made it. You asked me that question when he after the game though. No, yeah, but I'm saying. That's why I just said, so if Joe Flacco can go out there and get this win and look really good against the Bengals and you guys are now 2-1, and one, I don't necessarily think that it's right to just throw Zach Wilson. I think that you have to make Zach Wilson earn it because then if you just throw him back, like, out there, then where is the competitive nature? Like, where is the need for him to get better? How will he earn it? Huh? How will he earn it? Just like how when you have a rookie quarterback who has to sit behind, like, the vet, you, you have to wait until your opportunity comes again. You have to work hard in practice. And because you, you shouldn't just be just giving stuff because you're a high draft pick. No, especially if the player that's in your position is playing good. Like, you have to – because that's because then, like, that sends, like, the wrong message to, like, the team. So it's like, no matter what you do, because he's a higher draft pick, 
even if you're doing really well, he's he's always going to start. That kind of sends the wrong message, in my opinion. Mm, not necessarily, not. to be honest. And when you go off of rookie QBs, it's not the same situation. Some guys who get drafted, they get started <laughs> off with the clipboard. He didn't start off with the clipboard. He started off starting games. So we okay. know that he's our leader going forward. Joe Flacco is just the guy that is coming to back him up and to replace him until he gets healthier. That's just what it is. But I'm going with the, with the Jets, though. I mean, I'm not going with the Bengals at all. Ooh, wait. So you like, wait. So you're, you're, you're wait. You're picking your squad. Yes, I am. I'm going with my Ooh, squad. Oh, I like you know, that. I should have worn black today because there's going to be a funeral on Sunday. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, going to be a funeral on Sunday. Wait. You so you're saying that you guys are going to blow them out? No, not going to blow them out. It's going to be a funeral. They're going to go over wait, three. So- they're going to lose that game. Okay, no okay, playoff okay. aspirations whatsoever after that, right? Now it's going to be the Ravens to lose, whoever they would decide to do with that, even though they lost last week. And the Bengals yeah. will be done. Yes. I'm going, I'm going with the Jets today. All right. I'm going yeah, with I'm, the Jets. I'm staying with the Bengals. But i tell you something right now. I do, I do like that pick, though. I think it's very risky. I know you do. The, because even though the Bengals haven't looked that good, that's still a very risky pick, though. But all right, man. So I got Bengals. You got Jets. All right, cool. All right. Texas and Bears. Justin Fields, we throw for more than 70 yards this year. I mean, this game, this year. He has to, bro. He has to. Uh, I'm going to go. I'll go. i go the Bears here. I think it'll be. I think I think that we'll see Fields have a very good game. Where's that game at? It's in Chicago. Yeah, hopefully the weather is good. Um, but I like Fields. I think that the Bears get it done. Yeah, I mean, that defense will be better than what the Texans did. The defense of the Texans has, has looked much good, though, since the first two weeks. I will say that. So, Stingley's been solid, too. Uh, the rookie corner, Stingley. He, he, he's yeah, yeah, yeah. He has been uh, he is Stingley, Desmond King, looking great. That cornerback yeah. deal has been looking good. Not great. Yeah, whatever. So I'll go with the Bears here on that one, too. Uh, Raiders and Titans. Titans are home in that game. Raiders. You know, mm-hmm. like, I don't want to keep – Sounding like a broken record when I say that I don't believe in the Titans. So I'll just leave it at that. I, I bro, I have no faith in the no, Titans. Go ahead, say it, say it. Go ahead, Not, say it. Because, like, say I, it, I get tired of hearing every week. But yeah, one trick pony, man. You know, just Derrick Henry. And if the Raiders can find some way to bottle him up a little bit, they should win this game. So I'm going to go with the Raiders here. I'll go Raiders too. I think Titans. I mean, I don't think they're a one trick pony necessarily, but mm-hmm. I do believe the Raiders have a better squad than them right now. So. Go the Raiders here. Chiefs and Colts. Who you got for that game? You got to go Chiefs here. Uh, Colts have been, again, you know, we talked about it the other day. The Colts have been one of the most surprising teams to start off this season with how they haven't been able to kind of build any momentum against two teams that on paper you'd say that they should be having an easier time playing. Uh, You know, it's something, it's just something weird that's going on with the Colts right now. You know, going into week three, they're they're about to be 0-2-1 because they're about to play the Chiefs. And I don't care where that game's at, whether it's an arrowhead or at Lucas Oil Stadium. The Chiefs are going to win that game, I think. Yeah. So, I don't think it's going to be even that close, if I'm being honest. No, actually, I wouldn't be surprised if, if the Colts, they made it a game. But I'll still go with the Chiefs here. No, I'll definitely go with the Chiefs. It's going to be a blowout for me. Blowout. blowout. Like, uh, win by how many touchdowns do you think? Um, I'll say they win by 17 points plus. Ooh. Yeah. Is that the spread? Do you know? <laughs> no. The spread is negative uh, 5.5. I was about to say the spread. I'm about to say because I might take that Colts, but I'm not gonna lie to you. No, they will never make the spread. The spread that big. I'm about to say that's pretty. That's I'm about to say that's a little crazy. That's, that's crazy. <laughs> All right, go ahead though, bro. All right, go. probably the best matchup of the weekend so far: Bills and Dolphins. That game is in Miami. The Bills have had some kind of 
issues in the past with the Dolphins, yeah. but I don't know, man. Look, man, look, you can say that that's the best matchup so far, but I'm still going with the Bills. Until they give me a reason to not pick them, how do you not pick the Bills? The Bills have looked absolutely fantastic. They look like they're going to win the Super Bowl. They look like they can become a great team. And it's just that team right now is insane what they're doing to other teams. Like they basically, the Bills are the SEC. The rest of the league is is like other conferences. Like they look like the big dogs. Like they're just destroying everybody. I think it's got to go to go against the Bills right now. So you have to pick the Bills here. Yeah, I got to go with Bills here too. I mean, last yeah. weekend was a case of the, the Dolphins not winning it for me. The Ravens losing the game. But I mean, credit yeah. to them for still coming back to win that game. But still. Gotta go yeah, I mean, now back. we'll really see, but now we'll really see some questions about Tua. That, that, like, they're going to be going against one of the best defenses in the NFL, and we'll be able to see if he can look respectable. So, yep. I, I, so I think that this game actually will answer a lot of your questions, possibly, that you've had about Tua, or, or sway your way to saying maybe he can be that guy. Because if Tua has a good game, but they lose, then maybe that does kind of swing the tide a little bit and say, well, Tua did it against this great Bills defense. So we yeah. have to see, though. Yeah. Yeah, I'll give you that. I mean, yeah, I'll give you that. All right, Lions and Vikings, divisional matchup. Yeah, man. Look, I, I went against the Lions last week against the Commanders, and they beat the the uh, Commanders, and they had a really good game. That, that offense looked super good. I mean, you know, uh, St. Brown and DeAndre Swift, oh, my gosh. Like, what a – yo, he – yo, especially St. Uh, – trying to come name, but St. Rock, St. Brown, right? Last season, he kind of burst onto like the scene, right? I'm not gonna lie. I was like, eh, I don't really know if he'll be like because obviously from that you could tell that he was a good player, but I'm like, I don't know if he can do that again, kind of like throughout a whole season. And I mean, he looks like he's gonna be doing it again this whole season. Then you have Swift there as well. I didn't believe in him as well. I didn't really believe in this Lions team, and they look really good, but I think I'm gonna have to go to the Vikings here. I I, I think you know the Vikings they're coming off of a bad loss to the Eagles Monday night football. I think her cousins will look a little better. I think that, that, that Jefferson is going to have a big game. I think it will be hard for them to game plan to stop feeling uh, Justin Jefferson and Dalvin Cook. I don't think the Lions have the defense to do it. So I'm going to go with the Vikings here. But I would not be surprised if, if the Lions. Yeah, I go with the Vikings here too, to be honest. I look for a bounce back win as well. Um, yeah. I just I just wonder how they will stop that Lions rushing attack because the offense line yeah. is going to be great once again to me. But it's away from home. Jared Goff is playing good so far. I'm not sure if he could do it on the road, so we'll see how the first two games at home. But I'm going to Vikings here, though. Vikings for me. Okay. All right, Patriots and Ravens. That should be an interesting matchup. Ravens. Yeah. Ravens here, too. I mean, Patriots. Yeah, boring game. Like, that's going to be a slugfest, I think. It's not going to be high scoring. I think it'll be like a slugfest. Slugfest. But I expect the Ravens. Like, as in, like, it's not going to be a high-scoring game. I think that you will just see, you know, like, wh- like whichever team gets the most stops, I think will win that game. And I, but, but I do believe in that Ravens offense more than I believe in the Patriots offense. So I think that the Ravens offense will be able to move the ball a little bit better than the Patriots will. Okay, fair enough. I mean, yeah, yeah. Lamar Jackson's going to have something for Bill Belichick going into that game. Eagles and Commanders. Eagles. Got to go Eagles here, too. I mean. Yeah, come on. We're not talking about that. Come on. Yeah, yeah. Saints, Saints and Panthers. Saints. I mean, like, come on. Mm, it's gonna be a tough one, actually. I think it's a tricky no, game for me. No, 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 it's not. No, it's tricky not. for me. But I'll go. No, it's not. Yeah, I would say, come on, bro. Be real. It's not a tricky game. It's a tricky game. Divisional Ow. game away from home. Baker yeah, Mayfield. but Baker Mayfield quarterback, or they put who? Ooh, Baker plays bad. Oh, Sam Downs coming in. Oh, and Chris McCaffrey is on the injury re- uh, report. I don't think that he practiced yesterday as well. So we gotta see if he practices today. Yeah, bro, it's not looking good. 
Uh, Saints. It's not even that tricky, bro. Jaguars and Chargers. Chargers. Again, that's and no, that's not I mean, tricky. If if Herbert plays or does not play, that could affect that. Oh, outcome. is Herbert not playing? I mean, he's injured right now, so I'm not sure. Depending on what happens, I don't know. He's he's probably going to play though. Wait, wait, wait. Oh gosh, so that could affect a lot right there. Hold on. Really? I mean, if Herbert's not playing, I mean, who's their backup quarterback? They don't even have Ty- Tyrod Taylor anymore. So who's their backup? Tyrod the Taylor. Tyrod the Taylor. Oh, let me see. Tyrod the Taylor. Okay, so Herbert. So Herbert has been practicing. So he's looked like he will play. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. Chargers. Chargers here. Yeah. Chargers. Chargers. But I I will pick them to not cover the spread though. I think. Cover the I think that we've agreed on everything so far except for the first game. Yeah. Okay. Falcons and Seahawks. This is a game where we won't agree on probably. I gotta go Falcons here. I got the Seahawks. I gotta go Falcons here. Yeah. You're going Falcons. Yeah. Can't change it no more, but yeah, Marcus Mariota yeah. will have a down up number for them boys. Yeah, I mean, I think I'm gonna have to go with the Seahawks here. I, I think that the Seahawks will possibly be able to break off bigger plays. Uh, is that game in Atlanta? No, yeah, yeah, I mean, and, and it's in Seattle. Yeah, I think that I, I like Seattle's offense a little bit more. I think you know, Drake London hasn't looked that bad so far, but the like, what are the Falcons doing with Kyle Pitts? Like, this is the highest ever drafted tight end, and they're not utilizing him at all. It just does not make any sense with what they're doing. Maybe that's because they don't believe that Mariota can do some of the things that, that they'd want to do with Kyle Pitts. But to me, it's no excuse. The guy, you made him your starting quarterback. You signed him. So open up the playbook. Um, and, yeah, I, I don't believe in Marcus Mariota as well. I kind of think that him and Geno, Geno Smith are on the same level of quarterback. But I think that Geno Smith, well, I think what makes Mariota a little bit better, I think that Mariota is a bit more mobile than Geno Smith. So I think that kind of gives him the edge, I guess you can say, even though Smith is mobile as well. But I'm going to go with the Seahawks here. I, th- I think that they get this done, especially at home. Okay, I go Falcons here. Don't believe in the – I don't believe in the, the passing game compared to this Falcon secondary. I think it's going to be much better this year. I mean, much better this game compared to last game. It was terrible last game. But – We'll see what happens though. I'm going to marry. I mean, like it'll be. Yeah, I mean, like look, like it'll be hard though, man. Like with DK and Tyler Lockett. I mean, you know, the two like that's two of the best uh, receiving duo. I like it's gonna be hard. I, I can definitely see the Falcons going up there and losing, but I think it'll be close. Like this is, a, I think it's an even match kind of though. It is even match. The yeah. Falcons are. It's it, it says even right here. So <laughs> okay, okay. Right. Rams and Cardinals. Who you got for that game? I got Rams. Don't be. Don't be done. I said Rams. Okay, I gotta go Rams. Like you put the Cardinals two weeks in a row, you got lucky last week. I I didn't get lucky. The better got lucky last week. Like I said, the better team won. The better team won. The better team did not win that game. The Cardinals won. Okay, I'll go Rams here too. Road away doesn't matter. Cardinals do not look good to me at all. This they don't look good last week. You you are right. They don't look good this year. Yeah. Now you said that they would win how many games? You said ten, right? I don't remember. You said 10, right? I remember. <laughs> I want to see if you remember. I said the highest, 9 and 8. Barely. And you said 10 and 7. All right, we'll see. I told them that they come second in the West. In the what? They, they're going to come second in the West. You don't want to bet on that. All right. You don't want to bet on that. Well, Packers and Buccaneers. Right. Packers and Bucks. You don't want to bet on that. I'll go Bucks on here. Hey, I'm gonna go Bucks as well. I, I don't really know what's going on with the Packers receiving core. Like they have like a lot of these right this week. 
like Sammy Watkins, uh, Christian, no, yeah, Christian Watson and Alan Lazard didn't practice yesterday. Maybe that's just them just playing it safe. But who the hell is Aaron Rodgers throwing to? I mean, yes, he does have uh, Aaron Jones. I mean, I mean, but how many times can you check the ball down to him or line him up outside? I mean, so, yeah, I think I'll go Bucks here. They, you know, they have a good defense, a good offense. Um, I know that Chris Godwin's not here. I know Mike Evans is not going to be playing as well. But Julio Jones, I think he's looked really good in that offense so far. They still got Leonard Fournette. I think that their defense uh, be able to get some stops as well. So, is I, Julio playing? Tom, ooh, is, he, is Julio out? I mean, I don't know. I mean, no, nah, I thought it was just Mike Evans because Mike Evans is suspended, and then Chris Godwin is still hurt. He's questionable. Question? Nah, I think that he'll play. Chris Have Godwin's he... questionable too. Really? Yeah. Oh shoot. Okay. But I don't think that Chris. I don't think they're gonna rush him back though. They don't want to risk nothing. I, I highly doubt that Chris Godwin plays. But I think that Julio Jones will play. Yeah, I think that the Bucks should win this game though. Is that the Sunday night game? No, it's not. Oh, geez, there's more games. All right, let's keep going. All right, let's, let's yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that the Bucks will win that game too. The offense has been run through the, the running backs for the Packers, and Todd Bowles will have an answer for that. So I'll go with the Bucks here. Okay. All right, Sunday night game Niners and Broncos. Who you got for that game? Broncos. Mm. Broncos. Mm. I'll go with the Broncos too because of the Russell Wilson. His name is Russell, last name Wilson. You know, yeah. Um, it will be kind of sloppy though. I, I will say that, like, as in they won't have much explosiveness down the field, yeah. But because Russell Wilson doesn't need to do that to win the game and still throw for 300 yards, is why I think they will win the game, yeah. And they do have a rushing attack too that can keep them honest. What's so, the money night game? Say it again. What's the money night game? Money night game is Cowboys and Giants. Oh, okay. What's your point? No, I just. <laughs> are you are you dumb? Are you okay, bro? Nah, yo, let's just pick that right now too. Actually, okay, yeah, yeah, the Cowboys, yeah. Giants, Cowboys. All right. All right, oh look, look at that. I think I think this is the I can't remember the last time that we both picked our two respective teams to win. Uh, I'm gonna yeah, but I'm gonna go yeah, I'm gonna go uh, Giants here. I you know I think Cooper Rush. I mean, look, he beat the Bengals, but the Giants have looked much better than the Bengals so far this season. The Giants' defense is also, I think, right now better than the Bengals as well, which sounds so crazy to say. The Giants look better than the Bengals. That like that sounds weird, especially considering that the Bengals made Super Bowl. It sounds very weird, but yeah, I think that the Giants get the win here. Um, you know, I think that we're better than the Cowboys right now. If you look at it, uh, you know, that offense looks abysmal. Um, and I look like I get it. Noah Brown has kind of stepped into like that nice wide receiver two role. CD Lamb had a nice little bounce back week. No, receiver one. He was receiver one because <laughs> if Cooper two. Rush is not targeting CD Lamb, nah, 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 CD Lamb had the most targets and catches. I know, I know, I know. I'm just saying, yeah, yeah, but point is. But when I look the better receiver though last weekend, you gotta, you gotta, my point is, I, I don't believe in Cooper Rush and I don't believe in their offense really. I think their defense is a solid unit, especially with Michael Parsons, who I'm really more so concerned about. But I think that we get the win here 3 and 0. No, Brown had the most receiving yards though, he did not have the most. I targets. thought CD Lamb did. CD Lamb had seven, two more targets, 75 yards. No, no, had 91 yards. No, oh, Brown geez. is wide receiver one. <laughs> I guess he is a wide receiver one. Okay, yeah, yeah I'm gonna go. With Cooper Do you want to bet on who has more? Wait, would you want to bet on who has more receiving yards between those two? 
come the end of the season? No, of course not. So how do you? But he probably won though. Yeah, yeah. So far. Oh, okay. So far, okay. Yeah, so far. Okay. With which okay. should not have ever been the case since you were raving about CD Lamb. I mean, okay. listen. Okay. Yeah. Oh, all right. Oh, all right. CD Lamb will have at least a hundred more receiving yards come the end of the season than Noah Brown. At least a hundred. Okay, that's not. Crazy! Oh my gosh! But you just said, but you said that he's wide receiver one. So if he's wide receiver one, so then how is no, so then, far, no, like I said, how, so no, far. no, you, no, you only said so far until I said, do you want to bet on it? Stand on what you say. Is he wide receiver one or not? Stand he's on not. it. Uh, For the whole okay. totality of this, the, the 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 season, he's not. Hey, right, you stand on on the fence, bro. You, know, you gotta speak with you. You gotta speak with some conviction. I am. And so you far, know, you're like, offensive. I've you're seen offensive. the first two games, he's been wide receiver one so far. Like you I said, look, look, see, you sit on the fence because I'm not sitting see, on the fence. Look, look, because I tell you, like, what you're gonna do if Noah Brown <laughs> ends this season with more receiving yards than let's say C. Lamb, right? Then what you will say is, see, I told you, use wide receiver no, no, one. No, 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 Wait, hold on. I didn't finish. Okay, forget but you. Then, but then if C.D. Lamb finishes with more, and then let's say if I brought up, oh, but you said that Noah Brown was on you, you'd be like, bro, you really believe me? You you thought I was serious? That's what you That's like to do. Yes. It's like, it's like you like to make statements That's where not. if it goes right, That's not. and I told you so, but if it goes wrong, you believe me anyways? No, That's what you no, like to do. No, yes, no. you do. No, 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 no. That's yes, not what I'm going to say. If, if Noah Brown finishes with more receiving yards than CeeDee Lamb, I'm going to laugh at you, first off, and say that CeeDee Lamb couldn't get more targets in receiving yards than Noah Brown after you were raving him up. That's what I would say. So you but, wouldn't hold away. So you wouldn't say, let me you finish. say that let you told me, me so. Finish. Let me finish. But if CeeDee Lamb gets more receiving yards than Noah Brown, of course I'm going to be like, okay, it makes sense. Like, get out of here with that. I'm not going to. No, bro, because no, bro, because you always be like, what did I freaking tell you about some nonsense that you said? And that's why yes. now, hold on, wait, and that's why now, whenever you make statements, I always call you out on it. I'm like, no, you, do you really mean that? Because I, because I'm like, do you, so now, so now, if Noah Brown does finish this season as the receiver for Cowboys, you can't. What would you use by receiver one? You no, no, it. I'm gonna call you out on it as if because you would have said that. Not gonna do what he's gonna do, like I told you. I'm still standing on that point. Yes. Wait, wait. You never said that CD Lamb wasn't gonna do what he was supposed to do. What you said what? was That's what that, I said. no. You said that my expectations for him were too high, but you never said that he'd suck or that he'd have a bad year. You just said that you don't believe in him as much as I do because I said that he'd be top ten in receiving. A, you didn't say that he wouldn't be top that's, ten. That's what I said. He was not. He's not going to do that. No. Yes. But you're making it seem like you were telling me that C. Lamb was going to have a bad year. I you never see. Why do you always do this? See, this is why I'm going to call you out on because if no, 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 C. Lamb no, 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 does no, not no, have more yards than Noah Brown, by the way, if C. Lamb does not have more yards than Noah Brown, it's bad year. What are you talking about? I'm not saying it's not, but you always make it seem like. I say that I'm making it seem like something else when I never make it seem like anything. Because like you always say that about me every time. Oh, you make it seem like like he's the best in the world. I never said that. Because how you talk. Because how you talk. Because how you talk. Yo, read between the lines. That is wrong with you. Look, I'm not reading. Look, this is not no 
show where I have to guess what you're meaning by what you're saying. You're right. I'm, and I, I, I don't, I'm, I'm saying yes, this misleading. I'm taking what you say at value. What you're saying is you would laugh at me because you told me that CD Lamb, whatever. But you never said that CD Lamb wouldn't, because CD Lamb could still have a good year, but just not as good as I expected him to. That doesn't mean that he had a bad year. That's it just why, means that it, okay, but that's why yeah. I laughed at you, though. But you just said that you'd laugh at me because you told me that CD Lamb wouldn't, but you never said that CD Lamb wouldn't have a good season. You never said that. I you did say said, that. No, you didn't. You said I that see, he listen, wouldn't listen, be, listen, listen, this is what I said. I said that I would, I would have him be a 1,000 yards again, like he was last year, and be the lead receiver. But you said that he would be top 10 in receiving yards. I said he would not yes, be. But, oh, okay, yes. But what so I'm saying is, say that? I thought, wait, but I thought that C.D. Lamb would have a great season. You said that you, by your expectations, he, no, wait, but by yours, he'd have a good season. So you didn't tell me anything about C.D. Lamb. You you just said that my yes, expectations I, were I high. I would tell you anything. A, because... no, wait, no, wait, but 1,000 yards is still a good year. So if your expectations are for him to get 1,000 yards, then you expected him to have a good year. Just I expect mm-hmm. him to just do more than that. So what are you talking about? You still thought he'd he, that he'd have a, like a good but season. that wasn't the basis of the argument though. That's what you're missing. The basis was would he get would he be top ten in receiving yards? And you said he would. I said he would no. not be. No, bro, look. I said he what, would not be. No, look. What, what are I'm you talking about you, here? No, look. But what I'm bringing up to you right now is that if CD Lamb has a bad year, you you just said that if CD Lamb has a bad year that you'd laugh at me because of what I expected him to do. But you also expected him to have a good season. I just had higher expectations. But you also didn't think that he would do bad. So wait, what do you on, oh, wait, on, wait, 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 so how, wait. So how can you laugh at me when you also thought that he'd have a good season? But when did I say I would laugh at you for him having a bad year, though? When did I say you that? You said that! When I said that? Oh, my when? God. When? Yo! When? You just bad, said that! Bad year, bad, okay, bad year in what terms, though? Because what, what was the argument before? About you just said being top I, ten in receiving yards. Oh my god. Okay, so hypothetically, if CD Lamb has a thousand yards, but Noah Brown has twelve hundred, is it a bad season for CD Lamb? No. But he doesn't leave them in receiving yards or, or catches. But I don't care about that. I'm care. I care about if he is top ten in receiving yards, like we said before. And you said he would be. I said he would not be. And okay, it makes yes. it look worse if he does. Not have more receiving yards than Noah Brown, of course it does. Oh, okay, yes, okay. But even if CD Lamb is not top ten in, in receiving yards, you can't change it up now. No, what? But I'm saying he could still have a good season even if he's not top ten. You're right. That, I I never argued against that. So you hold on, wait. So then you also did agree that CD Lamb should should at minimum be having a good season. You also like agreed with it. You didn't go as far as I did. But yes. you thought he, he so then what are we talking about? I don't know what we're talking about because this is what you always Shut do. Up. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> this is what you always do. I said when you asked me, CD Lamb would have about a thousand yards, about eleven hundred yards again, but he would not be top ten in receiving. That's what I said. Seriously, bro. I like I'm talking to a brick wall here, guys. Talking to a brick wall, like blah 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 well, blah. Uh, well, Seriously. Look, well, look, I already conceded that he's not going to get that, especially with Dak Prescott missing so many So I games. won the bet already. Yeah, but, but you got lucky. So I'm going because to Ruth Chris. Ruth but you, Chris. But, but you, you got lucky. <laughs> like, 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 you got lucky. The bet was Ruth over. Chris. The bet was over by the third whoa, quarter whoa, of whoa, week whoa, one. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No matter how it happened, it happened. You feel me? 
Okay, fine. Okay. So don't forget <laughs> though. I can get hold on wait. Hold on wait. But say. don't forget. But don't forget my dinner though, because the Giants are gonna have a better record than the Jets. So so don't forget about me either. I mean that that's right, that's still so works. It'll make up. That's that still in works. All right. That, no, that no, 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 still no. Works. It's done already. It's done already. It's not done already. You guys are finished. Because knowing you guys are gonna go out there, you're gonna slap all guys. Jamar Chase. Wait a minute. Is Sauce Gardner a lockdown corner? Not right now, no. Okay, fair enough. Because I thought you were going to say some nonsense. But fair enough. Fair enough. But DJ Reed is, though. (laughs) Who? DJ Reed, boy. (laughs) Who? Yo, this guy. Oh, you ask about who? Talk about the the two guys, top two guys in the NFL right now who have the lowest, uh, lowest passer rating allowed. DJ Reed is top two, 0.0. Okay. So where's the context now? Huh? So where's the context now? Played against Amari Cooper. Played against. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, wait, hold on, hold on. So wait, Amari Cooper and who? I'm going for the Ravens receivers. Yeah, so who? Rashad Bateman. Oh, Rashad Bateman. Okay. Who scored a 75 yard touchdown last last game? Did you not see that? I mean, he scored on y'all too, right? Yeah. Oh, okay, but okay. he's not that good. He he's not top ten. He I don't even, I don't even think he's top thirteen. I, no, he's probably not even top fifteen. Uh, like wide receiver in the league, he's probably not. Hold on, hold on, hold on, wait. Probably and then, not. And then you guys played the the Browns with with backup Jacoby Brissett. Okay, so all right, so same Browns. Was able to, the the, the on, same wait. Browns that was able to put up twenty nine points against your great Steelers defense. Yes, I never I never said that the Steelers defense was great, bro. I said, I said this was great. Good hit though. They're not good either right now. They're a good unit. They're, they're not right now. They're, they're, that field defense is still better than half of the other teams' defenses. Yeah, barely. So that makes them so that makes them better than half of the league's defenses. That so makes them a, middle of the pack. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. Unless they're 16th, then they're middle of the pack. Bro, like if I'm being honest here. And obviously there'll be some questionable teams in there. I could I can name you sixteen better teams. Questionable teams though. We already yeah. we already talked about who. Yes, like, and I want to bring the list up again because <laughs> people don't understand. But I'm not gonna talk about. It. I'm not gonna talk about. It. I'm not gonna talk. Nah, about nah. It. Just just read your list. Read my list. Yeah, we read have my OP great list that I have here. Let's go. Shut the hell up. Are you freaking mad? Let's go. All right. So, what what ranking are the Steelers for you? Anywhere you about wait, you said, you said 13. Yeah. You said yeah. 13. Yeah. Right? Bills, Packers, Bucks, Ravens, Dolphins, Bears, uh, Denver, Saints, Bengals, Cowboys. That's 10 already. Wait, Target, wait, 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 wait. Eagles, but I Browns, make sure that I'm Patriots, away. That's 14. But I make sure that I'm not away. Vikings, 15. But I make sure that I'm not giving you the Cowboys. I, hold on, wait, hold on, wait, because I have it right here. I already said that the Cowboys are not a better defense. I also said, hold, let me scroll up. I don't want to forget what I said. Like I said, middle of the pack. I mean, 13 is not middle of the pack. That's above no, average. For my list, the middle of the pack without teacher Watt. Yeah, Cowboys, no. Vikings, no. Saints, no. Eagles, no. Saints, Those four no? Not their defense. Yo, this no. guy is, is this guy crazy? Is this guy crazy? You crazy? Why are, the Saints defense, why are the Saints defense better than the Steelers? What are you talking about? 
Why Dennis Allen is running that unit? Are you crazy? Dennis Allen held Tom Brady to three points through three quarters. That's why. Right? That's why. Have a better linebacker unit, a better D line, and a, and an overall better safety core. So then, what happened week one against the Falcons? It's week one. It's week one. Listen, no, I'm not, listen. I can't support no, that. They did give. They did put up a lot of no, points against the Falcons. No, I mean, they, they did lose a lot of points against the Falcons. I I, I can say that. But still, no excuses, one. bro. No excuses. Week one. Listen, no Vikings. If you want to talk about week one, how? What about them? Locking up Aaron Rodgers, seven points that game. What about them doing that? Aaron Rodgers That's a better offense unit. Too. That's a better Aaron, offense no, unit it's not. I, hold on. Before this season started, I told you that the Packers were not that good. I told you that. I told you that. But not good enough. Hold on, hold on. But not good enough to score seven points. Seven more points. Who the hell is throwing the ball to? It's Aaron Rodgers, right? I don't give a damn who you are. It's you Aaron need Rogers, receivers, right? You need receivers. Huh. Okay. So actually, you're making my point for me Ow. because players matter. Like the because <laughs> because wait man. because the Packers they called a good game. You saw Christian Watson, the rookie, drop that wide open. It would have been seventy five yard t- wide open. Hit it in stride. He didn't have to come back. No. In stride, drop the ball. It happens. That Packers that Packers offense is not good. I told you that before the season started. It happens. And the next game after the next game after that, run away. They the Bears and so they still have the same receivers. So that does not surprise me that they didn't look good. They suck on offense. Yeah, nobody's on the ball too. Aaron Rodgers is not no mobile quarterback to make plays. Like he has to throw to somebody. He's, He's not, not mobile. QB. Huh? He can't get out the pocket. No, but I'm saying. You can't expect Rodgers to beat you with his arms and legs. Like, is he's gonna beat you like with his arm? He might make the odd run here and there, yes, but he needs he needs his receiver. So, like oh. the Ravens, they can get away with having a weak receiving core because they have a weak receiver. Duvernay and Rasad Bateman is a weak core, but they can get away with that because Lamar Jackson is so versatile that it lets them be able to. And he even has Mark Andrews, but that lets him get away with having a receiving core that's not that good. Aaron Rodgers cannot do that. No, I've been told you this. It's not a surprise. The same receiving core that scored 70-plus yard touchdowns last week? Uh, well, but also, who played last week that didn't play week one? Who played last week that didn't play week one? Yeah. Who are we talking about? Lazard. Say it again? That, I said Alan, uh, Alan Lazard. That's their wide receiver one. I'm, talk, I'm talking about – no, I'm talking about the Ravens, not, not the Packers. The same team – that exposed the so-called great Dolphins unit with Xavier uh, Howard called, and Byron Jones. Who's called the Dolphins unit great? Who's ever defense, said that? I've heard people call the Dolphins the unit great for defense. Yes. I think they have they have really good pieces, but the Dolphins, even under Brian Flores, have never been a great defensive unit. What? They're going to be top five this year probably for me. Uh, maybe top ten. I, I don't know. I, I don't know, man, but – um, but again, because you have to worry about like Lamar Jackson, so you can't load up the box and you can't just f- focus on the then he'll put you on the ground. So it's hard to game plan for him. That's why you're able to get away with having a receiving core of Duvernay and Rashad Bateman. Because how do you game plan for Lamar Jackson? Because he can kill you both ways. So it's so like that. So them playing with Lamar Jackson benefits them greatly. Yes, come on, man. Load up the box. You can't love the box to stop Lamar Jackson or the running game. 
okay, but then he's going to kill you with slants, quick routes, Mark Andrews. So, like, it's not just that simple to just load up the box. It's not that simple. I mean, loading up the box would mean that they would be able to prepare for those quick routes, right? Wouldn't it be? Because it's so underneath right no. there. No, no, Over. not necessarily. Not necessarily. Okay, fine. Okay, fine. But then, okay, fine. But then, not even slants. But then now there's out routes. There's like there's a whole bunch of other quick routes that doesn't go across the middle. So I mean, like, come on. Like, point like, is that. Point is, point is, <laughs> I was right when I told you that this Packers team, like when you were talking about the Packers should win about what, like you were saying, like 14, 15, some, like you were saying some high number, and I'm like, I don't think that they'd win that many games because they're obviously I said not 14, that good. What? I didn't say fourteen. I said they'll win the division. No, no, but you gave what? like a number, like, but you said some high number, and I was I said like, 11, I and, 11 and, and six. Nah, I think you said a number higher than that. Okay, because I remember, like, that I said that because, because I remember I said that I don't think that they're gonna be that good, and uh, yeah, so nothing that you're saying right now about that unit with the Vikings is surprising me. Like, who's he throwing the ball to? They, they had nobody, and then when they could have scored a 75 yard touchdown, they have this guy who's a rookie, no excuses. Because you would have said he's a rookie. It's his first game. Maybe he – no, no, no. No excuses. You an NFL wide receiver, you got to catch that pass. It's, it's, no it's, it's, it's in tribe. So he has nobody. I saw this coming. It's going to be the Aaron Jones and the backup running back show. Come on, mm. man. Through two weeks, you already predicted it, huh? I predicted it before the season started. Oh, okay. Let's Damn, we went over. Continues. We'll see how the season continues. But oh. by the way, still, my list still is better. It like doesn't hold. Are middle of the pack. It, it, it doesn't hold at best for it, me. It right does now. not hold. The Steelers not are so... that great without TJ Watt, and it shows once wait, again. But if okay, wait. But if you're saying that the Steelers are average to below average, then you never rated their defense anyways. Because one player does not make a defense great. It like it, it, it takes more than one player to make your overall. Unit they were never great, great with them. What, okay, so then what are they with TJ Watt then? So if they're 16, they're like eleventh, pushing top ten. That I mean, like you know, yeah, around that, like twelve to tenth. So then you never believed that. in that defense like that, anyways. Excuse me. So then you never believed in that defense, anyways. No, I did not. I did not. Not enough okay. to be great. No, of course not. Well, I mean, but again, I never called them great. I think I said, I said, I said that I said that they're a good unit. I never said great. See, I don't yeah, use well, that word. They what? No, see, That's but I don't use it. that word. You use that word, great. I don't yeah, use okay, that. But okay, but good unit with T.J. Watt. Average without TJ Watt. All right, guys. Yo, make sure to leave a like on the video. Guys, don't forget to share. Don't forget to subscribe. Wherever you're listening at, you know, make sure to comment. Let us know how Edwin did today. Very, very bad from him. I was clicking him. Yo, he's such a uh, hater for real. Eight, like, bro, eight. I skinned this guy I today. I skinned him. All right, guys. You're not good, bro.